What is going on guys? I'm James. And I'm Travis. And you're watching the Monday Coffee Show. So today we're going to be talking about acknowledging your insecurities and how to get over them, how to deal with them, and you know, just that part of life. As humans uh, who have complex feelings and relatively simple languages, uh, we have a lot of insecurities and not a lot of great ways to talk about them and communicate them with others. Uh, and uh, it's just it's just very human to feel that way, and also just very human to feel frustrated that you can't like just make someone else like understand how you feel. Yeah, I feel like that's one thing that kind of, when I was younger, always threw me off. Because people are like, oh, I totally understand. But it's like, people, for one, deal with things different ways. People internalize things differently. And people, I guess, see certain things differently as well. So it's like, you can't necessarily say you understand every single aspect of somebody's struggle, mm-hmm. so to speak. So Yeah. Uh, and anxiety is something that, uh, and just like different insecurities is something I know, uh, I've struggled with in a, in, a, in a very like internal sense that um, luckily for the most part I, I was able to just kind of brush off because I got a lot of uh, encouragement which was great like that I was able to do that so I guess it's not like really anxiety as much just like small insecurities but like I know like uh, my sister a bunch of my friends like really have like anxiety issues with like full-on like panic attacks which I'm very lucky to never have experienced because my understanding is they suck yeah, like I have anxiety. That's one reason I used to drink so much because it was like it eases it. It makes it a lot easier to just be relaxed and not worry about everything. But I've since I've not completely stopped drinking, but I don't drink hard alcohol anymore, and I don't drink in excess. So that's one good thing out of it. But um, I feel like for me, when I was growing up, my main insecurities were probably it's may sound weird, but like my weight, which is weird. I've never been like fat or anything, or well heavy or whatever you want to call it. Um, but it's still like I've always wanted to be a certain number. I was always focused on that number as opposed to being just healthy and just looking the way I wanted to look. Um, so like now I need to lose some weight because I'm like working a sedentary job. I'm like, this is not like, no, I'm not used to being stationary eight hours a day, five days a week. Like it's not working. But um, I feel like getting over that, it was more so just growing up and just kind of realizing First of all, nobody's perfect uh, for the most part, uh, but I kind of just feel like it's, weight is trivial. Like if you're healthy, oh, it's, a, it's a net in here. <laughs> if you're healthy and uh, and you're like happy with yourself, that should be what matters. But I guess I was so focused on like what other people would think if I wasn't like this. I was, and like I said, I was never like thick or heavy or anything so I was just like looking back I'm like I don't understand why I was never worried about it mm-hmm. but I guess it's just either like maybe it was like media or just like being around people who were so superficial it's like I felt like I had to be just a little bit less than what I was yeah for me for me it was never it was never wait for me any insecurity I had was I was uh, convinced of doing something wrong even if I'm not uh and uh like still I struggle I struggle just a good amount with imposter syndrome and it's and it's especially like when I'm working on like a really big project 
uh, like if I'm working on like like a big freelance gig, like a, like a music video or like a like a short, uh, like specifically for if I'm working for myself, I'm not nearly as anxious because I I'm I know why everything is what it is. But if something go if something in any way goes wrong or it, like wasn't exactly planned for and it's and it's someone else's money, oh my gosh, do I start like freaking <laughs> out on the inside? Uh, because uh, I'm so worried that they're gonna like realize I'm a fraud. I don't know anything <laughs> about video, even though I have a library of videos that I've produced in very different ways, and a lot of them which I actually think are good. Which is like, uh, like so. Anytime I'm feeling like very insecure about myself, I have I have that like art like that like that to look on and go, all right, I can. I'm pretty good. I know what I'm doing. All right, like I don't have to. I don't have to feel this way, but um, it's 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 ugh, it's, it doesn't feel. I can. I'm imagining that feeling right now, and it doesn't doesn't feel good in my belly. I mean, another thing that like insecurities tend to bring along are like overanalyzing things and like overthinking things, which is the worst thing ever. Which is also a thing that comes with anxiety. So like I could. Uh, Say I'm friends with somebody and I don't hear from them for like a few days. I'm. I used to be like, did I say something? Like if we if we usually talk every day and I don't hear from them for a while, I'm just like, did I say something? Are we not cool anymore? Is that a problem? Whatever, whatever. And I'm just like, sometimes people do need their alone time. And I learned that as an adult because a lot of times I'm just like, I just don't want to be bothered. So I just kind of stay to myself. I don't check social media sometimes. It's just like sometimes people need me time. And uh, not overanalyzing things definitely can step not overanalyzing things to definitely stop a lot of problems especially like in relationships some people overanalyze every little thing and that's what causes problems in relationships instead of just trusting whoever you're with and just communicating normally instead of just overthinking every single thing yeah um yeah communication uh is it definitely definitely helps i mean like that's uh uh you know if i if i've ever had like big fights with my girlfriends uh they're rare because we're like we are very good at communicating but like uh not all of my romantic partnerships have been that way um uh which uh i wasn't necessarily very good at it either and i um but i'm definitely i'm certainly worse uh at the beginning of a relationship where i don't really know this person yet and i'm i'm like Onto the thing is it is it is it bad is that is it is it bad it's bad it's bad I did something I I, I ruined it I ruined the whole thing uh, and then it's nothing like and that and it's it's such a terrible feeling because like when especially like when you realize it was nothing because uh, you're like why why did I get so worked up why did I do that um, and it's so frustrating uh, and for me I try I try so hard to just like let it go like just let it roll off me. Uh, the the metaphor I use a lot of the time is just like just kind of just be a duck just let it just let it roll off of you and it's gonna be fine uh, doesn't always work I've never been someone who's necessarily good at following my own advice <laughs> I mean another insecurity I used to have is one that I think a lot of people in the LGBT community have and it's just coming to terms with like your sexuality and who you are I feel like the main reason was because not even so much of what people thought but as far as feeling like you were always a target. So, you know, there I was watching something on Twitter where it was this video where, like, these two gay guys had gotten... I think they were in, like... I don't forget what uh, state they were in. 
but they were like at a bar and as soon as they left they said like this group of guys like saw them they were watching them in the club the whole time and as soon as they left the guys like chased after them and attacked them and i'm like that's probably that that like stems from i guess just not wanting to be out because it's like you you're a target so it's like some people that insecurity kind of manifests in a way where it's like you either act as if someone left try it again <laughs> that um insecurity kind of manifests in a way where you either just completely act as someone that you're not or you try to like act like oh no i'm not gay or i'm not bi whatever but it's like you kind of still had this feeling like oh i still don't feel right because i'm not being myself mm-hmm. so it's like i'm avoiding this thing but i now have to deal with this thing like me not being myself so i feel like that's definitely something that especially like teens and youth that's like one of the biggest insecurities i feel like yeah. even in this day and age where it's somewhat more accepted but you still have to deal with them getting bullied whether it's like physical bullying cyber bullying and it's just a lot that comes with it that i don't think people from the outside kind of understand and just struggling with like i mean like your your entire time as a teenager you spend like worrying about like and trying to find out like who am i Mm -hmm. and uh it's it's so stressful because you you know you you don't know yet like you're you've only just developed a personality very recently and you have to find out what it is uh you know and that's uh that's just something in general i mean like and that's like you know imagine compounding on top of that like struggling with uh, you know, identities where you feel other, whether it's like, you know, uh, being, being someone, uh, who's not, a like a straight hetero white guy. Uh, and, uh, you know, like any, essentially like any diversion from that, like there's, there's a cultural like thing of trying to figure out who you are in this world. Um, that I, I, didn't have to struggle with in the same way that so many other people have. Uh, as far as like how I got over my insecurities, it's weird because a lot of times people's insecurities come from like the guys that they date, but mine were kind of resolved from a couple of guys that I dated. So it was kind of just like, okay, I don't even know why, but it was just like, okay, if this person that I care about doesn't see anything wrong with me, it's like, why do I see something wrong with myself? Kind of sort of like that. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of people, it's the opposite. It's like a lot of times their insecurities stem from their partner telling them like oh you need to lose weight or oh you're this or you're that but for me it was the opposite like my insecurities all stem from kind of like a, like self-doubt based on like what I was seeing on the outside but then I mean it was literally like one day I woke up and I just was like why am I worried about what other people think because then I feel like I'm on like the complete opposite side of the spectrum now which is also a problem because it's like you either care too much or you just don't give a fuck at all and I'm kind of like on that side and I'm like I might need to a little bit not what people think but as far as how I react to things because a lot of times my mouth is vicious and I don't think before I say things and it's like I don't bother anybody but it's like people see me and they tend to think that oh because the outfits and the face and how I act it's like don't let that get you fooled mm-hmm. and it's kind of like I don't think like I'll just let this person think whatever they want to think or let it go it's just like nope I'm going to respond right now right away yeah uh, the um, I mean yeah, I know. I know some people. So, you know, great ways to do that are, you know, if you're if you're very lucky, um, you can find a way to resolve those insecurities yourself, or you know, with friends, or you know, just in your normal course of life. Uh, some folks, uh, you know, need to seek uh, therapy. I know that I, 
uh, I've seen a lot of different therapists over the years. Um, and uh, you know, just, just, just for my own stuff. Um, and you learn a lot, of, a lot of great things about yourself that way and a lot of better ways to treat yourself that you don't realize. Um, I didn't realize until a few years ago, I'm really bad at buying stuff. Like, it's, it's something I sort of knew, but I'm really bad about doing nice things for myself. Uh, like, I get a little stressed out. Like, if I buy, like, a new thing, I get instant buyer's remorse because I'm like, I don't, I don't deserve this. I shouldn't have spent money on this. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have done the thing. Uh, and that's not, it's not a healthy way to be. Uh, so it's funny, I, I was seeing this therapist and she was like, just do something nice for yourself. And I did. And she was like, you know, and just see how you react. And if it's not how you want to be reacting to that, then like, let's, let's find a new thing for you. And I didn't like the way that I reacted. I, 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 I don't remember what it was I did. I think I just like bought like a new piece of clothing and was like, no, I don't, I don't need this. I've got so much, I've got so much clothing. Yeah. I don't, I have like 10 t-shirts and like three pairs of shorts. I'm the complete opposite. <laughs> I never, I guess, growing up, I was spoiled, so I guess that's why I don't feel like buyer's remorse. I don't want to spend my own money, but <laughs> I don't feel like... That's a different problem. <laughs> I don't feel like, oh, like, I shouldn't have bought it. Like, I've had some big purchases where I'm like, yeah, I could have, like, paid off a student loan with that, but instead I just decided to buy something else, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, I get paid next week anyway, so it's fine. Yeah. But overall, I feel like... One of the ways that I did deal with insecurities and getting over it was music. That's something I'm very passionate about. Um, there are some songs that I feel connect with some people in different ways. So, like, a couple of songs that worked for me were uh, that song by Pink called, like, F and Perfect. Um, it's a song by JoJo called I Am. And it's a song by uh, a friend of mine named Ashley DuBose called Life Goes On. So like those three songs kind of helped me through just a lot of self-doubt and just getting over everything. I Oh, interesting. I was just thinking like, like uh, I, I struggled a little bit more with this when I was a teen and uh, I struggled with, with a few things and, and one of the things that really helped me, uh, this is a little little topical, uh, but like I listened to a lot of Linkin Park. Like they they just been coming out, their first their first album that had, had come out uh, when I was just, I was just the right age. I was just an angry little, angry little teen boy, uh, and they were, they were just giving me exactly what I wanted to hear. It was weird because I remember thinking like, why? Like I was listening to this music, and I had a, like a moment of clarity where I was just like, why? What am I so angry about? And I wasn't really willing to admit it to myself. I went after Chester Bennington died. I went back and listened to the first hybrid, the first album, Hybrid Theory, and knowing a lot more about my, like like knowing just a lot more in like the context of what was going on when I was a teen and, and the adults in my life I realized oh that's why like and it's and it's interesting because like that can be like such a such a good good way to work through that um like I had that and I had film like I watched a lot of movies uh and just as you know I escaped into these like kind of fantasy worlds and that was a great way for me to deal with that um, and that doesn't necessarily work for everybody. Um, so I, I encourage you to find, you know, to find whatever it is that, that, you know, makes you feel at peace and makes, you know, takes, just takes away that anxiety for a bit with the exception of, uh, uh, you know, try not to find it too much in alcohol or substances because that's just a not 
good for you. Yeah, trust me, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, um, like in a sense of like, you know, finding an art or finding an activity or a hobby or something that like you find yourself being uh, feeling good at and being good at, and that that can do that can do a lot. That that's done a lot for me, um, especially as an adult. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like another thing that like a lot of like we said, a lot of times just growing up, <clears throat> you're kind of just played with insecurity because you're still kind of finding out who you are. And I feel like in the, especially in the high school phase, I feel like one thing that people would have to realize, well, high school and college or even past that, one thing that you have to realize is that nine times out of 10, for me, 10 times out of 10, the people that are surrounded, that I'm surrounded by, like in a controlled environment where I don't have a say of who they are, most of the time they don't matter to me anyway. So like in people in high school, I have a couple that I speak to here and there, the rest, they don't exist to me. If I were to see them walking on the street, it's just be like, I've never met you before. I don't know you. Mm-hmm. I don't have any spare change, sorry. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like the main thing that you have to do is find what makes you happy and find yourself in that and surround yourself with people who are similar in terms of people who like uplift you people who have their who have uh i guess positive things in their life and who have their own hobbies and things like that because when you have that it's like you're focused on you and your circle you're not worried about anything outside of that mm-hmm. but then when you have people who are negative it's like they focus on everything outside of themselves and they're just negative about everything so that kind of reflects back to you so it's just good to surround yourself with positivity and work on yourself yeah. And and if you know, if you're a person who uh needs like actual professional help, please seek it. It helps. Yeah, that's uh, a problem with minority communities. I can speak for that, trust me. It's a lot of people who know that they have issues that they need to speak about and that they need to get out off of their chest, but they're worried about the stigma of going to therapy and that people think that they're crazy when therapy is just to it's just it's an unbiased professional opinion to help you get through whatever you're dealing with. So it's like instead of harboring everything and then making your life worse and then things taking a toll later down the line, just get it off your chest now and move on. Yeah. Uh, and it certainly helps. And hopefully, you know, if this is something you're struggling with, you can you can find that. Uh, I have mostly found that. I still have my moments of, of real, real struggle with that. Uh, but uh, we're... Uh, we're gonna wrap this one up. We uh, we hope that you subscribe and come back week after week after week. Uh, and until next week, enjoy.